The Mariners have added another veteran bat to the fold. Let's talk about him. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. This is Tidy Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for an emergency episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Tommy LaStella signing. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description below. The Mariners have announced a one-year major league contract with veteran infielder Tommy LaStella will first offer our reactions to the deal, then we'll talk about how he fits, and we'll wrap things up by discussing Justice Sheffield, who was DFA'd to make room for LaStella tonight. But before we get into all of that, a reminder, we're giving away a $50 Mariners gift card to one lucky listener. And if you win, but you're outside the state of Washington, you'll instead receive a $50 MLB Shop or Fanatics gift card. All you have to do to enter is subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you already have, you're already in. The deadline to enter is next Tuesday, January 24th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific. We will then select the winner from our YouTube subscriber list and announce it on next Wednesday's show, which is January 25th. So look forward to that. All right, Colby, let's get into this deal. Tommy LaStella is someone that the Mariners have coveted for quite some time. They were after him during the 2020-2021 offseason, and uh, they did not land him just like Colton Wong, but just like Colton Wong this year, Tommy LaStella is finally joining the Seattle Mariners. So the last two years, LaStella, after signing with the Giants over the Mariners, has dealt with some injuries. He posted a 93 WRC plus in 2021, 78 WRC plus in 2022. Quite frankly, this is not a very exciting signing. 33 years old, left-handed hitter, can play around the diamond, has played some third, has primarily played second, has played a little bit of first base as well. So I understand what the Mariners are looking for here, but my initial thought here, Colby, is this... I really hope this is not the bat that Jerry DePoto and crew have been talking about. Yeah. My official or my initial thought was, uh, first, obviously championship. Uh, yeah, of course it's Tommy LaStella, but, uh, second was, you know, called it, uh, on my Substack, sotosports.substack.com a few weeks ago. It was, yeah, it was, it was just like the most obvious call I think in the history of the world, because like the Buffalo bills, Jerry DePoto, circles the wagon they, so they love to circle back on guys <laughs> they, do, they do they do um i guess the yeah. new rule from now on is like if you hear a rumor about a player mm-hmm. in the mariners like two Just, years ago, like you got to pull back in your memory yeah. banks every off season you, here you can make so many right calls if you just remember the guys that jerry went after in the past because he's probably still interested in them yeah um yeah. that's why i'm convinced they would have gotten jeter downs if the nationals hadn't uh claimed mm. him but uh anyways uh yeah i think i understand like the initial like i don't want to say like there's initial anger on twitter at least i haven't seen it um but you know there's like an initial like really like kind of like you like really this is what you're gonna do Mm. um i understand that because listella has been pretty bad the last two years um pretty hurt which is actually kind of a a common theme for tommy listella throughout his career um but i i think the the idea that like it's a major league deal uh, it's a little bit overblown because yes, technically it is a major league deal, but in all practicality, this is a glorified non-roster invitee minor league deal um, because the Giants are on the hook for $11.5 million. 
of Listella's contract, the Mariners are on the hook for the league minimum. So essentially what they did to get Listella to come to Seattle is they gave him a 40 man roster spot, which they happen to have to give, right? The Mariners do not have a 40 man crunch yet. Uh, they're getting there, but they're not there yet. They have four or five spots they can easily open. Um, you know, a little surprised it was Sheffield over Bernardino. That guy's just got nine lives, I guess. Uh, Good for Brendan Bernardino. Though. Yeah. We're like, it's going to be crazy in, in October when he's still on the 40 man. But um, <laughs> yeah, so all that's all it takes, right? To get this guy to pick you over other opportunities. And Lestella was going to have other opportunities, probably other NRI offers. But if all it takes for you to get him into your camp and see if he's healthy and see if he can he can help you is to give him a 40-man spot, which you have, then it's totally worth it. So to me, sure. I, I don't think this is the bat, although we'll talk about that in a minute, how it could be, because I have some interesting numbers there. Okay. Uh, but I don't think this is the bat. I think what this is, is this is Moran, Colin Moran and Tommy Listella battling for the same spot for the sure. what probably quite literally is the 26th man on the Mariners roster. So that's how I see this. Uh, we'll see what Jerry has to say. He hasn't said anything yet. Uh, my guess is, is that obviously Jerry's going to be optimistic about, about the signing. He's not going to be like, Oh, well, you know, we wanted to do better, but eh. so we'll see what he says. I still think Moran has a shot to make this team. I don't think Listella has any lock whatsoever to make this mm-hmm. team because if he's bad, um, or if you, you like what you see from Moran more, or maybe Marlowe like explodes and you really like him, you just DFA him and you're on the hook yeah. for 750 grand. That's nothing. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, my, my, I understand some of the like initial like hesitancy at a major mm-hmm. league deal for a guy like Lestella, but I really don't think it is like it in all practicality. It's an NRI, even though technically it is a major league contract. Yeah. Uh, if Jerry Depoto says, "Yep, we're done after this," I'm I'm pretty let down. I I, I can't lie, uh, especially when it's when there's guys like David Peralta still out there, and I know that's not exactly how it works. You know, David Peralta's also got to be interested in coming to Seattle and all that. But uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> this is not getting me out of bed in the morning. You know, um, and also I look at this and I look at the last two years and I look at Listella's last two years and I look at Moran's last two years. And I'm confused as to how one guy got a major league deal and the other guy got a minor league deal. Because uh, Moran's just been better than uh, than Listella and he's been healthier than Listella the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, if this is just, this was your only way to land Tommy Listella, you really like Tommy Listella, you want to see if you can fix him. And the only way to do that was to give him a major league contract, then fine. Right. Because like you said, there isn't a 40 man roster crunch yet. There are guys that they can still DFA that I'm not losing sleep over. So in the end, if that's all it is, totally fine with the steal. However, if this is the bat that they were talking about, (laughs) the left handed corner infield bat that they were interested in potentially out, you know, uh, adding, uh, I'm yeah, I'm a little let down by that. (laughs) All right. I'm going to change your mind in the next segment. All right. Well, let's. I mean, uh, probably not, but prob- probably one of us not. one of us has to try, right? So yeah, you're gonna take the role of uh, optimistic uh, of the optimistic side here, which is weird. as I usually do, as yes. you typically do, of course, as as everyone knows. 
All right, before we get into that, let's uh, remind the folks real quick that today's episode is brought to them by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to basketball, we've got it all over at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those over at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Tommy LaStella signing. So, all right, Colby, try to convince me here. Is it, it, Has Jerry done it again? Uh, chills. The answer is yes. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. So let me ask you something, Ty. Okay. Okay. All right. Assume this slash line is inserted into the Mariners lineup. Just the slash line. Don't think about okay. the player, right? Okay. 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 279, 347, 438. Where does that guy hit in your lineup? Repeat it one more time. Uh, 279, 347, 438. Sitting like six, seven. Okay. Okay. I think that's about right. I think ideally yeah. that's where you'd like the guy. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? You know what? Nothing, because that is the career slash line of Ty France, who people don't want to trade for Pablo Lopez, but that is his career slash line. That is Ty France's career slash line, and Ty says he should hit six. Now, to be fair, I, I'm gonna, oh wow, oh now, wow, I, I got you, I got you. Now, oh, again, wow, I've been bamboozled. We've all been. You have. You have. <laughs> Oh wow! I'm like Joey on Friends. That's right. That's crazy. You're bamboozled. That was that was now, that was good. That was good. I'm proud of you for that one. Thank you. Now, to be fair, right? <laughs> obviously, Ty France had a, a a chunk of time at the beginning of his career. Uh, his first year up, he played 69 games. Nice. Uh, uh, two, first 200 nice. plate appearances weren't great. So let's throw out that first year. All right. So 2020 to 2022, Ty France has played 335 games. And he has slashed 286, 356, 444. That is an 800 OPS, right? Good mm -hmm. player. Good hitter, right? Sure. Yep. Tommy LaStella from 2017 to 2020. Okay. Played in 331 games. Mm -hmm. Slashed 284, 358, 441, which is an OPS of 800. Tommy LaStella from 2017 to 2020 was the exact same hitter, almost to the decimal point, as Ty France is now. Nobody wants to trade Ty France. Oh, no, we can't possibly wow. do better than Ty France. Maris signed Tommy LaStella, and it's like, well, that's this a waste is, of time. This is so dumb. <laughs> this is so dumb. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, so what... No, what does, by this, the way, guys, what does this have I, to do I, with the I conversation? The <laughs> I, I get the joke. The is, is that from 2017 to 2020, uh, Tommy yeah. Lestella was basically Ty France at the plate. Sure. Okay. Right? Yes. 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 Would you like to add another Ty France to this lineup? I mean, that's great and all, but <laughs> he's not going to. Okay. He's not going to post. Is there those a non-zero <laughs> chance? Let me finish. Is there a non-zero okay. chance? That Tommy Lestella can return to those levels. Mm, the answer is know. yes. Uh, mm. Mm. There is. 
I mean, so, he's dealt with injuries, though. He's been bad the last two years, man. How can he, like, all right, forget, like, getting back to those numbers. How does he even sniff those numbers? How does he even get no, back to sniffing yeah. those numbers after the last two years? Noted beacon of health, Thai France. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, by the way, because I know you guys are going to say, I know you guys are going to say this in the, the comment section. Segment. I know you're going to, I know you guys are going to say this in the comment section. So I'll just clarify, even though you're not going to hear this part anyways, I'm not saying Tommy LaStella is better than Thai France. He mm. is, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Everyone's going, you think Tommy LaStella is the same player as Thai France. Pretty you want to give Jake, you're the guy that wants to give Jake Lamb more at bats over Gino. <laughs> Yeah. No, what I'm saying is is that this is it, this was... is the, this is your new version of that by the way. Sure, sure. I'm I'm going to push this I'm going to help push this narrative too on Twitter by the way. All right, fine. On, you're on just my mad, 50 You're burners. just mad because I bamboozled you. But... That's true. I got fooled. I got fooled. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> look, at the end of the day, again, I think Listella is here uh-huh. mainly to compete for that last spot. Um it's worth noting that he is a career 107 WRC plus against righties. He's 89 against lefties, so he's not useless against lefties. Sure. But again, he is an older player. He really shouldn't play second base all that much. And with Colton Wong and Dylan Moore on the roster, I don't yeah. think you're going to ask him to. I think no. you're going to ask for first base, third base, DH, if he makes the roster at all. And there's a chance that he can make that he can make that roster. And by the way, here's another sure. little fun uh, fun note on Listella. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that time frame that I gave mm-hmm. you, 2017 to 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Four-year stretch. He had, as I wait for this to load, <laughs> he had 85 strikeouts in Two. 892 plate appearances. Mm-hmm. He had 84 walks. Mm. He does not strike out. He sees the he Z. Draw- he, he sees the heck out of the Z. Not a lot of home run power, but there is double power here. So in conclusion, Ty France, Tommy LaStella, same hitter. <laughs> no. Okay. But seriously. I, if, I, I had I had a feeling you were gonna do something like this. Like I didn't know it was gonna be like this, but I had a feeling after we talked about it on our Patreon show today that you were yeah, yeah, there was gonna be so something here, about it. Here's this. the deal real fast on this, and we're I, I promise we're not gonna riff. And and honestly, okay. my feeling is is that if Tommy Listella can return to the 27, 2019, right? Sure. He was really good yeah. in 2019, and he was pretty good in 2020 too. Sure. If he can return to that then the Mariners can give him 350, 400 plate appearances and he won't kill you. He'll be fine. You're always going to look to upgrade from that, but he's not a black hole, right? And right now the Mariners DH spot is kind of a black hole because it requires Jared Kelnick to play for the DH spot because Pollock's the DH, right? Mm. So we'll see what the Mariners do. We'll see if they bring in another bat. I think they will. Uh, I just think that maybe now it goes into spring training and maybe it's a trade type of thing. But I still think they will bring in another bat. But if they don't, Listella, in theory, is good enough to kind of carry you until you find that bat. Unscrunch your face. You know I'm right. Don't make me hit you with the numbers again. So I think it's possible. I don't want to bank they, on numbers from two I, years ago. <laughs> I mean, aren't you doing that with Jared Kelnick? Like, aren't you banking on, isn't there a bigger risk that Jared Kelnick is bad? Yeah, but there's more upside. And you're okay with that. But there's, so. but there's more upside out of Kelnick than Listella. 
I mean, is there? Yeah. You think the Jared tw- Kellnick's going to hit 289? The, the, tw- the 23 year old. You guys heard it here first. The 23 year old compared to the 33 year old. Jared this year. But uh, no. Tommy's, Tommy Lestella's not hitting 280. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So we've gone off the rails here. I was all just right, demonstrating right, yeah, yeah. that in 20 sure, sure. for a good chunk of his career. Tommy Lestella was a good hitter, right? He's not a great hitter. Sure. He's a good yeah, hitter. Yeah. yeah. And. Ty France is, you know, kind of a fair comp when you look at those numbers. Ty France the last three years is what prime Lestella was. Cool. That's All pretty right. good bat. All right. Yeah. So I, I don't think there's a reason to hate the bat. Again, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, I want this guy to be a bench bat. And now I don't know what this means, but Divish did say that the Mariners have added bench, a bench bat to their lineup. So hmm. we'll see. We're still waiting to hear from Jerry. And honestly, we're probably not going to get anything useful out of him tonight sure uh but we'll see what they say about it to me it's it's still a good deal i think it makes sense mm-hmm. um and i think it's, there's a chance that it works out okay like yeah this isn't going to be like austin nola right like it's not no. going to be like that but i think there's a chance this is, ends up being a good move and we look back at it in june and we're like oh yeah that, that was kind of savvy like that listella helped um yeah. so we'll see it's how it in- goes it's an interesting flyer for them to take, yeah. uh, especially if he's just, you know, uh, essentially a non-roster invitee. Right. Uh, he's, you know, um, see what see what you have in him. See if you can fix him. Because mm-hmm. like you said, he is a good hitter um, at the end of the day. Or he was. He has least. been. He has been in the past. Right. Um, and obviously you're not asking him to play every day, right? Yep. You can kind of pick and choose his matchups. It's kind yep. of like the A.J. Pollock thing, right? Like, sure. if we don't ask him to play every single day, then maybe he can stay a little healthier and maybe he can produce a little bit more by picking and choosing matchups too. Right. Right. All right. Um, Let's talk about justice Sheffield here. So do we have to, it's the end of an era. (laughs) I I think, I think we do need to talk about him because he was a pretty important part of this rebuild. uh, At least when it began, Um, Mm -hmm. he was obviously the big piece in the James Paxson trade, which was the deal that marked, the beginning of the rebuild for the Mariners. It was the first, it was the first big trade, right? I, I think Zanino was before him, but there was still like, because they traded Zanino from Alex Smith, we were still like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that just a swap or is that a rebuild? Right. But yeah. Um, he kicked it, he kicked it off because I think it was only a week later that Cano was traded and then, Kalnick, um, yeah, the Kalnick thing and, happened. Yeah. yeah. And then the Segura trade, I think was Segura a couple trade, days right. after. So yeah, yeah. With Crawford. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, they tried it for a while there. Uh, he had, you know, really good 2020 season where we were saying, you know, he should be getting rookie of the year votes. Um, mm-hmm. 2021 was really disappointing for him. Wasn't really able to crack the major league roster in 2022. He made a spot start late in the season. That was it. Uh, the writing was essentially on the wall. Uh, you and I talked about this, I think, on our Patreon show on Tuesday. Uh, and you were saying, like, I... I you were saying that you thought that justice would be the next guy. And sure enough, he, he is the, the next guy to get DFA'd. Uh, so why didn't it work for justice Sheffield here in Seattle? First of all, Pat's on back. I've been on fire. I got the Sheffield thing. I got the, can you, can you predict thing. Brian Reynolds next? <laughs> I mean, I could, but I'd be wrong. So, mm. uh, Peralta? I, I'd probably be wrong again. I'll take Matt Moore. <laughs> that'd be fun yeah, yeah. okay cool, um, cool thanks yeah uh anyways the funny thing one of the funny things i remember about uh sheffield and i'll get to the rest in a second mm-hmm. is that mlb pipeline after that trade was made 
uh, well, and then after the Kelnick trade was made, mm-hmm. Pipeline had Sheffield as a better prospect than Kelnick. So if you're wondering how valuable prospect ranks are, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sheffield uh, was interesting because he was a he was a big get. Uh, when the Mariners acquired him, he was supposed to be a, a three-pitch guy. He had a wipeout slider, good mid-90s fastball, athletic from the left side. But like Ty said, you know, after the 2020 season, which he was really good, and and we we pounded the table for him to get MVP or not, uh, sorry, Rookie of the Year votes. Yeah. Um. You know, down ballot. Obviously, we wanted Kyle Lewis to win, uh, and it just didn't happen. And then 2021, he took a big step back, and then 2022, he wasn't even good in Tacoma. Like this isn't a guy yeah. who just you know got pushed out of the rotation. He lost his spot in the rotation and in the Mariners organization because he didn't perform. The slider really flattened out. He couldn't figure out any kind of value with the fastball. Never figured out how to get the change up to be even fringe average. Um, he just regressed. And you know he's right. a lefty who is athletic and at his best he did have a good slider and he did have a good sinker with pretty good control. So there's still he's still young enough too. I think he's only 24, 25 years old. Justice is still a young guy. He still has a shot at a major league career. Uh, It just wasn't going to happen as a starter for the Seattle Mariners. Now, I think like writing him out of this organization is a bit premature because there's a pretty good chance he doesn't get claimed. If you're going to DFA somebody and get him back, this is probably the most likely time of year you can pull that off because we talked about this the other day. Everybody's 40 man spot. Everybody's 40 man is filled um, with the exception of like three or four teams. Sheffield maybe appeals to one of those teams. And, and, you know, the prospect shine that he had a few years ago makes him more likely to be more likely to be, um, you know, claimed than somebody like Alberto Rodriguez. Uh, But there's not a, there's a non-zero chance he, he clears. And if he does, then I think he goes into the bullpen mix. Uh, But at the end of the day, Sheffield's not, you know, a part of the 40 man anymore because he regressed from where he was in 2020. Right. Uh, the slider got really flat. Um, you know, the, the fastball, he couldn't pick between the four seamer and the two seamer and, and the two seamer was pretty flat and the velocity was down to 91, 92, never had the change up. It just, it didn't work. It was a bummer. Um, you know, and, and I wish him well. And, and again, I, I'm not saying he's definitely gone from the organization. Um, but, it was definitely time to make that move, and and it's it's not at all surprising that that he was near the top of the list uh, for the Mariners because they have pitching depth, they have rotation depth, and Sheffield right now is probably twelfth or thirteenth on the yeah. list of you know who the Mariners would go to uh, if they needed a start. So it just it's it's a bummer uh, because he was a huge part of he was supposed to be a huge part of the rebuild, and it looked like it was on the right track after 2020 and it just it it, you know just kind of derailed and and it happens in baseball a lot uh but it is a bummer um and the book technically not closed on that paxton trade yet we'll have to see what kind of value they get from teoscar uh Mm -hmm. but once teoscar completes this year we can go ahead and shut the door on the uh the james paxton trade return which ended up being a couple years of sheffield a couple years of uh swanson and one year of teoscar hernandez yep and nothing from Dom Thompson Williams. I was so hyped about that. Yeah. I really thought that they were going to turn him into something, but no. Um, nope. So yeah, let's uh let's pour one out here for the uh for the Otani killer, Justice Sheffield. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> if you guys are looking for a fun stat that can win a bet, like who's the best pitcher against Shohei Otani, who Otani's faced at least ten times, 
it it might be Sheffield. One for 11, like six strikeouts. So <laughs> if you guys want to press somebody, just, yeah, you know, Justice Sheffield, man, he was good at getting Otani out. Yep. Nobody else. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. Here's All to right. the guy who owns Shohei Otani. So tomorrow, we've already recorded tomorrow's episode. We did that yesterday. That's coming out in the morning. Uh, that's actually going to be a premiere on uh, on the YouTube channel. So if you want to watch it premiere live, live, quote unquote, <laughs> at, uh, it'll be uh, up on the YouTube channel at 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Uh, probably be hanging be on, out in the chat. Yeah. And then it'll be on podcast platforms uh, shortly there after. Uh, and in that episode, we're making a pretty big announcement. So be sure to stay until the end of the show to uh, hear what that is. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's do this. We're okay. doing a cross. We're doing a uh, live stream on our personal YouTube channel okay. tomorrow right, afternoon. If you guys want to join, it'll be around noonish mm-hmm. um, on the Control the Zone uh, YouTube channel. True to the Trident. It's true to the Trident still. Yeah, I should change yeah. that over. It's the true yeah. to the Trident. We'll tweet it out from the true to the, uh, the Control the Zone account. We'll probably retweet it from the Locked On Mariners account. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Ty and I just talk about literally whatever we want we answer questions um it's just we basically mostly interact with the chat <laughs> yeah yeah it's basically just a hang sesh and mm. uh things can get a little crazy there so we've mm. been known to, to to give great advice uh in it, love life and and stuff like that so we're yeah, we're uh, basically the, like you know i was the, gonna say the, dr phil but sure the the live no. show is uh definitely not kid friendly by the way <laughs> so just keep yeah. that in mind or work uh-huh. friendly he- headphones required for this uh live show folks more than likely yes but yeah. we have a lot of fun and uh we think you will too so be on the lookout for that all right that's gonna do it for our show thank you so much for joining us here on an emergency episode of the locked on mariners podcast for colby patnode i'm tiny gonzalez be sure to give us a follow on twitter at lo underscore mariners you can follow me at dane gonzalez c-a-n-e-g-n-z-l-z and colby at cpat11 that's cpat11 you can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode and thank you again for making us your first listen now make your second listen locked on mlb prospects host Lindsay crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the mlb stars of tomorrow it's free and available where wherever you get your podcast just like us. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Peace.